Good morning, church. Uh, I know it's uh, kind of a little different setup today, but that's all right. We're going to enjoy a, a few songs and worship this morning, and we pray that you'll just take some moments um, as a family back home, and uh, maybe you're in your pajamas, maybe you're in your sweatshirts and uh, sweatpants, but that's okay. We're going to have some fun and worship anyway. Yeah. As you walk through seasons of uncertainty, it's great to know that God's presence does not leave us. And so even though we are separated this time by distance, please know that God's spirit is with you and it's here with us as we sing. And just allow the Holy Spirit to just minister authentically to you this day, no matter where you're watching.
Worthy of every song we can ever sing Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. Holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes, see you wonder. Show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. Won't you leave me? Worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever breathe. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say, You're worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you.
I'm no longer a slave to fear. Yes, Lord. I am a child of God. And I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. 
child of God And I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God children of God.
extend your love to those around me. Father, we thank you for every breath that is in us, God. And even though we're not in the place that we call church, God, we are in church. For your people are your church, God. Father, as we are sitting home and with our families, maybe we're all sitting on the couch together just watching this. Father, I pray that we sense this feeling of connectedness. Maybe not to physically each other in a building, but God, that we are physically connected to you by your spirit, God. Your Holy Spirit lives and dwells in us. God, you have made a way. You have paved the way before us. You have made the way that we can just open our mouths and declare the name of Jesus. And you are there. That we can freely come to you. That we can freely worship you. And you are there. You are hearing us. You are hearing our prayers. God, you are hearing the desires on our hearts. God, you are hearing our pains. Or you're hearing even those moments of concern, God. You are with us. God, you are still holy. And Father, we still put our trust in you. Oh, hey, I was just sitting here waiting for you guys, um, as I'm sure you guys have been very actively doing of just sitting around and waiting at your house, which I'm sure is a ton of fun. I don't know about you, but it gets pretty boring pretty fast when you're looking around the house for things to do and you're like, I guess I'll clean this thing or maybe I'll start going through the closet and pulling out things that I didn't wear or whatnot or, oh, now it's spring, I guess it's time to start spring cleaning and things. I'm sure all of us are getting pretty bored. So hang in there. We're all pretty bored, but hang in there a little bit longer. But that actually reminds me of uh, a group of people who were getting really bored. And if you jump back to Exodus 32, we can see the Israelites, after they left Egypt, were really bored. In fact, Exodus 32, starting at verse 1, says this, When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us a God. Who will go before us? As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. And if you want to make that uh, the modern translation of the Bible, we're done waiting for this guy. We don't know what's going on. They were bored. And it's really interesting if you keep going through the scripture. We all know this and we've seen this before. But we can see that they made a golden calf and Moses is up on the mountain receiving the Ten Commandments from God. And he comes down and he sees the aftermath of what's going on. And he's so upset, so distraught that we can see that even in this short moment of time, the Israelites, after seeing amazing miracles that God was doing, that the, we can see the, the plagues and the, the pillar of fire and, and Moses leading them, parting the Red Sea. I mean, miracle after miracle, yet in this moment of boredom, they threw it all away. They got bored fast. So it's interesting to see how fast that, that the Israelites got bored and they automatically started reverting back to their old Egypt days almost. And so they started to fill in the blanks for what they thought was cool. Fill in the blanks for whatever I feel like doing at the moment. And they started to worship gods. And I don't know about you, but every time I get bored, I pull out my phone. 
I sit on my phone and I start either looking at different things. I'm not really big on social media. In fact, I think the last time I posted on Facebook was probably like at least three years ago, at least. But there's this really cool feature. Maybe it's really cool, maybe it's really bad, I don't know. But if you go in your settings, there's this little thing that says screen time. And if you click on that, you'll start to see how much time you are spending on your phone on how, how active your screen is, and you'll see blah, blah, blah. And I don't know about you, but it, it, you can see back, and the, the graph is like slowly climbing up and creeping up because I'm just sitting at home bored. Like, what, what, what am I gonna do? So uh, I'll look at Facebook Marketplace, nothing on there, watch a bunch of YouTube videos, try to play a game on my phone, then I'll like, clean something, well, I guess I'll get back on my phone again. So the hours are starting to creep up. And just like Israel, I'm starting to fill in the blanks of boredom. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't have church. Uh, I don't have all the normal things for my schedule. I'm starting to fill in the blanks of just filling in the time, wasting time. So I want to challenge you, one, church. I know uh, this is a very different time, very different season. I'm sure none of us have experienced something quite like this before. But in these, this season of boredom, for lack of a better word, what are we filling in that time with? I want to challenge you, number one, to fill in that time and spend some time, either if you're by yourself or as a family, come together and worship and pray God. Pray to God. Say, God, what do you have for me in this, this season? And I, I know we're, you're sitting at home right now watching this service, either on a computer or maybe on your TV or your phone. But what are we doing actively in this season to be pursuing Christ, to pursuing God? You know, it reminds me of another time, too, in the Bible. If you want to jump forward into Acts 16, we can see Paul, just after um, he got this vision to, to do some active ministry, Paul and Silas are going out, and after pretty much, in short, doing exactly what God has called them to do, they're immediately thrown into jail. Acts 16, verse 22. So the crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. If there ever was a call to ministry, right there it is. Verse 23. But after they have been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. And when he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. There is this another moment of silence. I mean, a completely different set of circumstances, but Paul and Silas, after pursuing Christ and doing what they were called to, are now put in prison. They're sitting, they're, they're waiting, but yet they're sitting and waiting by doing what God has called them to. Well, here's the crazy thing. Verse 25, it says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. See, it, it, Paul and Silas could have easily looked at their set of circumstances and looked around them and be like, what is going on here? Well, where are you, God, in this moment? What, what are you doing here? I, I'm actively doing what you've, you called me to do, but yet, I, looking around, it, I'm not seeing the benefit of doing it. But they chose a very different thing than the Israelites did back in Exodus. 
See, instead of just wavering and falling back to false gods or idols or things that we just want to fill in the time with, what did they do? They actively worshipped and praised and sang hymns to God. Verse 26 says, Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations, the very foundations of the prison were shaken. And at once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Number one, I want to, again, challenge you to actively fill that time. But two, I want you to fill that time with praise and worship. Coming back to God, saying, God, who are you and what are you doing for me? God, what can I be doing for you in this season? How can I actively seek and praise you? How can I find things to fill your time other than just sitting on my phone? Just watching the next series on Netflix or what, what movie is coming up on TV? Uh, maybe uh, I'm really looking forward to the, the Christmas, all the Christmas movies coming up on uh, TV. And I tell you what, there's a whole lot better things to be doing with our time than just sitting around TV, phone. I mean, the list can go on and on. Not to say that it's not fun to sit down, play some video games on your phone or on TV or something like that. That's fun. But what are we actively filling this time with? I mean, two, we can actively see the results of praising and worshiping God. Right? Even in the, the, in the darkest situation that Paul and Silas were experiencing in that moment, beaten, flogged, thrown into jail, what did they do? They praised God. There is power in prayer and there is power in worship. So in the season of, of boredom, in the season of perhaps um, fear and doubt even at times, may we not lose sight of who God is. May we not lose sight of his faithfulness years before and his faithfulness in the years to come. May we always come back to that idea of God, I will praise you in every season of my life my very lifestyle, my very life will be lived out in this sense of worship, of understanding who you are, understanding what I am to be doing, and also seeing that, God, you are still faithful in the seasons of boredom. So as we close today, I want you to, if you haven't already, pull up that screen time map and uh, take a look at what is uh, happening on your phone. And maybe you're starting to see the, the graph kind of going up and up and up and up. I want to challenge you. What are you filling your time with? Are you bored? We're all bored. But let's come together. Let's worship. Let's push in and press in to what God has for us. And I promise you, we'll start to see the prison doors shaking our situations. Thank you.